Hello and welcome to Searching for Service brought to you by Rotary District 5950 and 5960. I'm Kelly Kirk. I'm Chad Larson. And I'm Joe Kirk. And on today's episode, we're going to have Leif Hagen on and learn a little bit more about him. We're really excited about it. Yeah, he's got a lot of different titles that we'll get into. And <laughs> we actually explore most of them in the episode, which is really exciting too. Yeah, it was very well-rounded. I mean, we, we learned a lot about uh, multiple topics. It was a, he was a great guest. And you know what? We weren't afraid to to get a little controversial and at least like challenge challenge the thinking of our our of what Rotary is. And I, I really appreciated that. I appreciated what he said and how well he articulated it too, because it made a lot of sense. Yeah. That's a good one. That's a good one. Well, so stay tuned. Uh, you'll, you'll enjoy this conversation with Leif. We'll be back. Up your game and show off your Rotary Club spirit. Did you know there's a one-stop shop for all things Rotary apparel? Russell Hampton Company is the world's largest provider of licensed Rotary-branded merchandise. From apparel like hats, jackets, and shirts to banners, tents, and awards, they have it all. And most things are customizable. And they can handle orders of all sizes. Russell Hampton Company also has deep connections to Rotary. In 1920, the company founder was part of Rotary Club Number 1 in downtown Chicago. Russell Hampton Company models their business on the Rotary four-way test and gives back 10% of all purchases to Rotary, supporting its global work. So the next time you and your club are out on a service project, arrive with the right swag from Russell Hampton Company to promote your club and Rotary. Even non-Rotarians will want some of your cool hats, shirts, and jackets. Learn more at bestclubsupplies.com. That's bestclubsupplies.com. Of the things we think, say, or do. Is it the truth? Is it fair to walk on sun? Will it be a good will and better fresh air? Is it the truth? Is it fair to walk on sun? Will it be beneficial to walk on sun? Join Rotary to serve your community and the world with honesty, fairness, and goodwill. Our four-way test guides our actions every day. Is it the truth? Is it fair to all concerned? Will it build goodwill and better friendships? Will it be beneficial to all concerned? These values underpin our commitment to making a positive impact on the world. Learn more about your local Rotary Club and stop searching and start serving. And the song you're hearing now was performed by Rotary Club of Dar es Salaam Oyster Bay. For decades, eradicating polio worldwide has been Rotary's cornerstone cause. We are incredibly close to ridding the globe of this virus, but we need everyone's help to get us to the goal. World Polio Day is October 24th. Please consider making a new donation to Polio Plus or increasing your already generous giving. Go to endpolio.org to be a part of this historical eradication of polio. You will help get vaccinations to the most remote parts of our world and help fulfill a promise we made to end polio now. Two drops and it stops. Hello and welcome back to Searching for Service, brought to you by Rotary District 5950 and the Russell Hampton Company. Uh, we want to thank them for sending over some of the swag. They're the number one printer for Rotary in the country. They can help, also help you out with any of your printing needs for your business. So thank you to Russell uh, Hampton. For your big, not Stanley, but Stanley mugs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> This is a big hot topic, by the way, the Stanleys. But the we're not going to go into that. <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna go into who our guest is today. We have Leif Hagen, who is has been selected as the district governor nominee designee. Yes, yes, it's a mouthful. And he is also a part of the Minnesota Pride Rotary Club, but he holds many other titles. And what we're gonna do is get to know our guest, Leif. And find out some more of those titles and how he got involved in Rotary. So let's start here. How long have you been a member of Rotary? 17 years. Dang. Nice run. All of a sudden. Wow. It's fast. Yep. But the Minnesota Pride Rotary is three years. Yeah. We're in our third Third year. year. Yeah. 
but um, I was in the Egan Noon Rotary Club. I, this is my 17th year in that club and twice club president. <laughs> just, so, just couldn't take enough licking the first time. I had to well, go back yeah. and I'm the only guy who said yes. The other one said, oh, I can't do it. I'm too busy. <laughs> yeah. Well, and so what I, I feel strongly about is in serving a part of Rotary for that amount of years, having held the title of president, not once, but twice being a part of, you know, having perspectives from other Rotary clubs too. I think it's well-deserved to be selected as the district governor nominee designee. Thank you. Thank you very much. And for those that don't (laughs) know, there's a, there's kind of this legacy chain within the district governor, as well as most of the leadership group within Rotary. It's kind of what brings continuity, but yet some new vigor every single year. And so this would be your third in line, right? Or fourth in line, actually. Uh, yeah. Well, my, well, my year is 2026-2027. So we have a district governor, a yep. district governor-elect, yep. a district governor-nominee, and I'm the guy behind okay. that yep. designee. So, okay. yeah, it's a four-person um, leadership ladder for yep. the district governor. So new person that's uh, learning the ropes, probably yep. drinking from the fire yeah. hose. <laughs> it is. It's like info <laughs> yeah. overload, like info dump. Well, but yeah. yeah, and the the beautiful thing here is that you've got plenty of years to prepare. What, what does <laughs> that process start? Is it learning to start, and then yeah, you start creating question. a plan? Or well, I think it's just like all, how all the pieces work, and then the dif- different committees of the Rotary District. And I mean, I think it's just a lot. So I try to be a little bit quiet on all these Zoom meetings, and a couple times they like take a vote, and I'm like, yes, and like, oh wait, Leif, you can't vote yet. Oh, okay. Not till July first. So I'm just kind of a you know new guy, not official yet to vote, but just uh, show up and try and look good. Well, and then you get kind of the base of the mountain stuff, right? Like as they say, everything flows downhill, and they're like, "Here, Leif, here's all the stuff that we don't quite have time to take on." But could you help? Could you just take care of all? Yeah, of this? sure, absolutely. Sure, I'd be happy to. <laughs> we got to have a pretty good under a, a decent understanding of what what's all involved. Having yeah. been twice president, founder, mm-hmm. co-founder of the pride club. So you've worked with these people in these levels. So yeah, you probably and, have a pretty good understanding. Yeah. And I also got to do the group study exchange program with Rotary. So I was a team leader to Bangalore, India for four weeks. So that was a, a program they don't have anymore, but um, so a lot of different things in Rotary hmm. into the Rotary international conventions. So yeah, a lot of cool stuff. Were you Rotary. at the last one? Um, no, I wasn't. The last one I went to was in Hamburg, Germany, kind of before COVID. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've been to the one in Bangkok and the one in – my first one was Birmingham, England. And I got there and they kept talking about Rotary. I'm like, Rotary? What's Rotary? Oh, you mean – oh, Rotary. Oh, okay. I kind of like Rotary. Rotary. Yeah, the <laughs> Rotary meaning is right over here. Right over here are the Rotarians. Rotary? I, this, this is uh, – Odd question, but that's really cute. In <laughs> places that speak different languages, is it still Rotary? Yeah, I mean, or Rotary, or <laughs> Rotary. Yeah, or, it, I, I, I'm not sure know. how they say it in like Aussie world. Yeah, but um, okay. yeah. <laughs> I figured it was, but but it is funny. Like that's actually a really good question because is it kind of yeah. like a, a name that is really similar through languages? Like you know, you'll you'll hear somebody speaking Spanish and then it'll be like Atom. Yeah. <laughs> And it just goes across <clears throat> all of them. But um, which which role has been your favorite so far? Um, hard to say. I mean, I've really enjoyed being club president for the Egan Noon Rotary twice, just because those are my my peeps, my friends, my buddies, and it was fun to work with them and um, real comfortable. Then being charter president of the Minnesota Pride Rotary Club had its own challenges, but its own mm-hmm. rewards. Trying to build up a new club from zero, and now we're at like forty one members and. Congratulations. Yeah, most of them are new to Rotary. Like 35, 36 are brand new to Rotary. So they're drinking the Rotary Kool-Aid trying to figure it all out right now. Well, let's talk about that for a second. How did did you um, build the organization? Because, I mean, one of the cores of this show is Mm -hmm. membership. And just, you know, this show in of itself is we're just trying to reach people in a different way. And obviously the Pride Club is really reaching people in a new way. I mean, you just – you just said most of the membership is are, new to Rotary, are new to Rotary yeah. completely. Yeah. So maybe talk a little bit about how you develop the membership for that club. Yep. I think a lot of like social media stuff has been really big. Mm-hmm. We would go to mm-hmm. the annual mm-hmm. Pride thing in the summer and have a table there. Um, the quorum 
had a you know coming out event, and so we had a table there. So it's just kind of getting out there, a lot of social media, Instagram, Facebook, um, and we just try and be a really welcoming, friendly club. So people come in and they're like, wow, this wasn't what I was expecting. Mm-hmm. And so we've had a lot of people that just come to the meetings and they're like, how do I, how do I join this place? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so some people have just joined right on the spot. But a lot of really great stuff um, initially on, on social media and our website. Well, I know we talked – sorry. Uh, we okay. talked a little bit off air about Alexa. She was on um, previously, and we highlighted one of her service opportunities. and Membership. Our, our membership opportunities. I'm sorry. And th- the core of it was really this creating this welcoming environment and then – educating people on, well, it's not just a meeting and you just go and blah, 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 blah. It's there. There's a meaning behind it. And especially every club is different and every club has their, has their things that they can really resonate with, with people on. Our, our Minnesota pride rotary club is an LGBTQ plus allies, friends, supporters club. The first in Minnesota, the third um, in the U S but I think, our club has focused on helping LGBTQ homeless youth. That's been our mission. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot oh, of our wow. members have been, like, excited about that special thing. I mean, every club has their own kind of maybe special focus or whatever, but that's been our thing. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of people um, who are new to our club, they maybe haven't felt, like, welcome or invited or feel safe being in a normal standard Rotary Club. Sure. So, But our club is kind of a little um, – little, um, more huggy feely and we have a we meet in the evenings we don't have a breakfast or lunch it's 5 30 in the evening at wiseacre eatery in south minneapolis oh nice 5 30 to 6 is appetizers and a cash bar and we <laughs> Look do at that yeah well it's just really a fun different vibe and it's mm-hmm. an lgbtq owned um restaurant yep. and yeah. yummy bacon yeah they have really good appetizers <laughs> and they're all they are always different hold on a second I gotta know when. When is it that you guys meet? I might. It's just always the second and the fourth. The, the second and the fourth um, Wednesdays of every month, except for November okay. and December with holidays. But Ooh. everybody's welcome. We're a fun group. Good appetizers. Did I say cash bar? Oh yeah, I did mention <laughs> cash bar. And instead of doing like a thought for the day or an invocation or whatever, like some other more traditional clubs do, we do a toast to the rotary. Toast to rotary which is kind of giving a special meaning or something, you know, message. But it's a little more lighthearted, different way of doing things. So we've kind of had to change things up a little bit so it's not the standard Rotary Club. Did you mm-hmm. start with uh, doing it in the evenings? or did It's you- always been in the evenings, yep, yep, on Wednesdays. We, we changed locations, though. Um, initially, we met at the um, Hilton Hotel off France Avenue mm-hmm. in Bloomington. And it was too expensive, too corporate feeling. Yeah. And um, it didn't have any windows, and so we went went to the Wiseacre for our first social event, and I'm like, wow, this is it. Mm-hmm. This is where we should be. And so, yeah. how many people can that place hold? Well, our our biggest attendance was when we had weather former weatherman, or maybe still called the weatherman Sven Sunskard come, and we had probably mm-hmm. thirty five people in that space. So it was like shoulder to shoulder. It was like a full room. Yeah. So 35, 36. That is celebrity. Yeah, it was like pretty full space. And I think our meetings tend to be like 20-ish, mm-hmm. 21, 22-ish. Makes sense for it's the pretty size comfortable. of the... Yeah. 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 Makes well, you, total sense. You guys are growing. What's the plan? As, yeah. Because I, I, well, I remember it's I, one of the bigger growth. Yeah, growth. we've had a lot of growth. Uh, I don't know. I mean, I, I don't want to leave the Wiseacre Eatery because it's a great location. Parking is... Pretty easy. Joy, who is the mm. server there every time, takes great care of us. They have great food, and yeah. So I don't know. We might have to move if we get too big. But it's a good problem to have. It I would mean, be yeah. a good problem to have. Yeah. Uh, we're not quite there yet, but um, maybe if we have you know a bunch of celebrities keep coming, like the Kirks. If the Kirks come, oh, we might geez. have fifty people there. <laughs> I don't know where they'll be. Standing Flattered. room only. <laughs> yeah, standing room only. And now flattery will get you everywhere. (laughs) (laughs) And chat, too. I don't mean to leave out chat. He's a celebrity, too, here. AM 950. See, I get to benefit so much from Kelly, it's not even funny. Because really, it's Kelly, and then, okay, bring Joe. Oh, my God. Not even true. Kelly, Kelly, and Joe. (laughs) If people want to check out the club, obviously, they can go to the meetings. But how else can they find... uh... 
Uh, the best way is to go to our Facebook page. We're also on Instagram. Those are probably the best places to find out uh, mm-hmm. the upcoming speakers, the upcoming meetings. But again, the meetings are always the second and the fourth Wednesday of every month. But um, that's probably the best way is on our social media. Can we wrap up one more Wonderful. thing on the Pride group? Because you mentioned that you guys focus a lot on the homelessness. Mm-hmm. Talk a little bit more about that because that kind of intrigued yeah. me yeah. when you. So we when you have spoke some members who work for some NGOs in the Twin Cities who really help and work with homeless LGBTQ youth, and so those NGO members have really been the way we've been able to have like service projects, food or clo- winter clothing drives or different things like that. And they know they know the issue, they know the resources, they know the way to do it, and so they've been really good um, club members for helping with that that mission of helping homeless LGBTQ youth hmm. in the Twin Cities. That's wonderful. Yeah. Uh, are you going to be at Pride this year? Of course. Yeah. We'll be there. Maybe we'll have to do With a our show. banner and yeah. our brochures and... We have... Uh, the station always has a booth. Uh, oh, okay. And we'll have, I think, a double booth this year, so maybe we can do a show with you that day. Yeah. Perfect. I love it. Holy moly. <laughs> Holy moly. Planning ahead. That's plenty of time for us. I know we'll, we'll have some live shows on Saturday, so put the same setup cool. on Sunday. Yeah. Cool, cool. There we go. <laughs> Do it up. It's <laughs> fun of that. It is written. I want to go back a little bit to being the nominee. How did you get to – do you put your name in the hat for that or the nominee designated? Designee. 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 Um, actually, to get, your, to get that, yourself in the line yeah, of I mean, how did you get district into that governor? Yeah. Line and so, how does that work? Um, actually, I applied for district governor once before. And they asked somebody else to be the district governor. So this was my second uh, try at being district governor. And it's it's a formal application with kind of your rotary resume. And um, But I think a lot of the people on the interview – well, I know. I know the people on the interview committee, most of them except for a couple people. And, um, you know, they had my application beforehand so they knew who I was. And um, I think a couple people probably, you know, maybe put in a little good word for me. I don't know. But anyway – um, after the interview, um, they called me up and said, "Life, you're the guy." So, you generally have had to been, a, I assume, a club president. You have to be a club president, um, and I think you know if you've been a foundation giver and mm-hmm. you've been active in your club and mm-hmm. done things in the district. I mean, those are all things that they're kind of looking for, and someone who knows how to talk and isn't an introvert. They yeah. got to be outgoing and sure. work the room and. Yeah, because you got to go to every club. Yeah, so yeah. Try to all get the to clubs every club. and the district events and also service-minded and all that. Yeah. A lot of Zooms, too, I presume. Yeah, you got to be good at Zooms. <laughs> I'm like, wow, my, yeah. my calendar is really full of Zoom. But uh, <laughs> What was it like before COVID with all the – when you were president and you had to be at those – were they always in person and did everybody drive to them or were they um, using them? Ac- actually, I was finishing my second go-around as club president for the Egan Rotary Club during COVID. So I was leading the Egan Rotary lunch meetings from my office on Zoom. I had a rotary bell. I'd ring the bell all you know on Zoom. And then after we, we finished that uh, July 1st, then we started uh, the new year. I mean I finished – June 30th with the Egan Rotary Club and July 1st with the Minnesota Pride Rotary Club. We started, but we weren't on Zoom. We were far enough past all that that we were meeting in person, and we didn't do Zoom meetings. We were live in person in at the Bloomington Hilton. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 an interesting conundrum for clubs, for sure, with the Zoom, the hybrid, the in-person. And I, yeah. I we, mean, if you we, can... If we you... did do hybrid in the first um, weeks of our, our first meetings mm-hmm. of our Minnesota Pride Rotary Club. Um, and like that it was a little bit of a, everybody's attention. Yeah, it was a little juggle, and mm-hmm. we just kind of got to the point where not enough people are really zooming for us to keep doing this. And I don't know. And 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 our thing is when you come to our club meeting, we're all kind of there. You get the vibe, the feel, and yeah, and yeah. Mm-hmm. We just There's we just described. We said about the in person for sure. Yeah, and we just described exactly what's happening in every corporation's uh, <laughs> you know C suite meetings. They're like. How do we do kind of in the office and kind of not it's <laughs> like it's just hard like because it's yeah. I mean, it is a different vibe. I mean, yeah. I give it up for the clubs that can do the full Zoom like it. I mean, the Global Travelers, I believe they're full Zoom. Yeah, they have people well, from they, around the world. That makes they have sense. To. Yeah, yeah, they have, yeah. To. They have members from around the world. Um, but, you know, yeah, I think it makes sense for some. But in person, I mean, for me, I, I enjoy seeing seeing everyone. It's I agree. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And, yeah. Um, I agree. I I don't think I would have lasted if it was strictly Zoom. Um, 
you know, that was the only. It's different. It's totally different. Yeah. It's funny, like thinking back to COVID and going, man, I would do like 15 Zoom calls a day. Yeah. And I, I don't. I don't know how I did that. <laughs> it was exciting at first, wasn't it? Like when we first started to do it, it was like, wow, look oh, at this whole different. new thing. Yeah. Then you'd have the Zoom happy hours, right, Kelly? <laughs> oh, yeah. One right after another. You're like, what am I doing right From now? the comforts of your own home. wine yeah. and Zooming. Well, and you didn't have to worry about driving. You can have one more. Exactly. Yeah, right? <laughs> Wow. Uh, That's where people got into trouble. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Like, I don't have to drive. Whatever. (laughs) What has been your your favorite service project you've either been a part of? Maybe it was a trip uh, that you worked on. But do you have one or a couple that – you know, really I think had impact on kind you. of towards that question, my, my biggest thing for me that really left, left a lasting impression and lifelong friends and really the, a big aha, now I know how big Rotary is, is when I was a Rotary group study exchange team leader to Bangalore, India for four weeks. And we went to India and those Rotarians in India are passionate Rotarians. And when you think about the needs and the projects to do in India, it was like – Wow. And I still have friends from, from Bangalore, Indian around there, and I would see them at the international conventions. And even the past Rotary District Governor came and visited us here in, in Egan once. So, I mean, it makes the world small. And um, just seeing those projects, seeing the work of the Rotarians in India in particular was pretty impressive. I bet it was pretty interesting seeing, you know, what we go to Haiti or – somewhere else to experience the true nature of it. They can go 30 miles and it's... Or less. Or less. Yeah. And it's right there. There's got to yeah. be something to that, to your point of yeah. the immediacy and the urgency, and the like right at home. Quicker impact. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Makes you grateful for what you got. Yeah. <laughs> we are blessed. We are truly <laughs> lucky. Our first world problems are tiny. Yeah, we've learned I that. say I mean, that. I'm like... Uh, it, it's a first world problem, seriously. <laughs> yeah. So I guess probably India is how I would answer that question about service projects. Very there. cool. Yeah. Was there any um, project that you guys did while you were there that you participated in or were you more um, kind of interacting with? The- uh, well, we, we visited. We stayed with seven um, Rotary Club families. Each participant stayed with a different family. We went to a lot of Rotary Club meetings there. We went to their district conference there. So that was really cool. And we saw a lot of their service projects from well digging to clean water projects to a lot of different things in India. But um, it just really opens your mind to how big Rotary is and the connectedness and all the work there is to do with service and Rotary. Yeah, we talk a lot about how it's really cool how Rotary plays so well internationally. And it's because we have a core set of values. We all seem to kind of align on, you know, service is a good thing. Yep. <laughs> four-way test, all the four-way four, tests. Everybody around the world knows that. Yep. And the secret rotary handshake, we all know that. Uh, right, I'm, Kelly? Um, <laughs> we're we're, okay. we're what? dark on that one. Oh, yeah. I thought you knew that. For sure. <laughs> Don't they do that in your Rotary Club? Oh, not, not yet. <laughs> or we, we haven't been there long enough. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we've been there a while before you learn the secret handshake. I'm like, I've only been to the cigar bar. but <laughs> oh, <laughs> don't have that in Egan. Oh, okay. <laughs> Uh, what what are you hoping? Um, so you've got another. Let's see. What are we? Five six months until you're into the next role, correct? Yeah. So uh, July first is the beginning of the new Rotary yep. year. So yep. then I'll become district governor nominee. Um, okay. So then I'm just kind of two years away from being district governor. Um, just a little funny um, tidbit from this morning. I was like on my phone and I got a message from Vishnu. In Kathmandu, Nepal, one of my friends on Facebook, he's a Rotarian there, and he is the group selfie king of Nepal. But he was just chosen as the district governor nominee designee, so we'll be in the same class as district governors. So it's been fun to have a little back and forth. I sent him a big congratulations, and it's like um, this last week, Sharon Bloodworth came back from Orlando from the... Yeah. Where all the district governors have their training, mm-hmm. 500 district governors from around the world. And she was talking about that. And I was just imagining, you know, meeting my classmates at that thing. It'll be pretty big, pretty powerful. 
Yeah, because what? Amazing. How many is it? It's two five, or five? Is it five hundred thirty or something? Okay, yeah, it's, it's over five hundred different governors from the <laughs> district. Um, yeah, districts around the world. Wow. Pretty big. That's yeah. so cool. So, as you're coming into this next year, what's the progression? Right, like so, you know, you're in your role now, which is learning, which is learning, which is taking it. It sounds like that you're observing a lot, kind of taking in that. How great is that, by the way, that you don't actually have to, like. Go and solve right the world's it's problems like immediately. Gosh, yeah. It's a big job, lots of responsibility. It's kind of like the training we get in the clubs from being like club secretary to club president-elect mm-hmm. to being club president to mm-hmm. being past club president. It's a leadership ladder. Rotary is great at kind of leadership training. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess it's just kind of getting more and more involved. I'm on the foundation committee um, and, you know, just a bunch of things. So And a lot of Zooms. So it's just, you know. Learning a lot of stuff, how it works. Have you thought about what you want are as your initiatives for when you're district governor? I, I, I haven't gotten that far yet. I think that's, <laughs> I think that's a little further you into the training. Yeah. I think, yeah, that's a good question. <laughs> you mean you, mean you wow. haven't got this all figured out yet? <laughs> Jeez, is this guy a type A personality? Um, no, I haven't yet, but I, I'm thinking that's part of the ongoing as we build and get closer to it and – um, already Sharon Budworth is talking about what her goals are and, and things for her year, which starts July 1st. And, of course, she has an advantage because she has a British accent. So it gives oh. her an unfair advantage. It is. It's always British. And does she say rotary? Rotary. Yeah. <laughs> well, I guess I have to think about that. She may be, yeah, yeah. Did you see that tie in there? That was nice. That was nice. Yeah, yeah. A plug for Sharon, district governor-elect. Well, that'll be fun. I mean, so how nice is that that you get – you know, three years to really think about what what's meaningful for you. And then you, you get to kind of see, okay, great. You know, this district governor really focused on this, A. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, now there's an opportunity to focus on B or C. Oh, the new district governor focused on B. Okay. C. Like you can kind of begin to shape your message as yeah. the people ahead of you are um, rolling out their, yeah. their priorities. Mm-hmm. And then you kind of morph that. And then it'll be kind of fun to, to kind of hear what – we'll have you on as you keep going. How's that as, sound? As I get up yeah. the ladder, yeah. climb up the like, ladder. Okay, what did yeah. you learn this yeah. year? <laughs> Talk to me a year from now. I'll sound a little smarter maybe. But you know what's really cool about this show mm-hmm. is that we're finding is it's it's such an educational platform. And doing something like that where we have Leaf on for three straight years. Leaf. God, I want to say Leaf. Safe with Leaf. <laughs> I said that. I said that at my Rotary Club meetings for Egan. Oftentimes, when I started the, the, the I swear meeting, I'm saying Leif in my head. Too. Yeah, That's no. I yeah. Like, Welcome to Egan Rotary. I'm Leif, safe with Leif, and standing. You know, anyway. But yeah. Okay. Yeah. But having Leif on for three years, and you hear kind of this progression, mm-hmm. and yeah. you know, people that are listening to the show can go. Hmm. I'm thinking about beco- going into the district governor you know, whole process, what can I expect? And now you can point mm-hmm. them to the three, four, five episodes that we have you on and, right. and some things, you to know, consider and yeah. Well, I think something else to be said in this is um, pointing out to individuals who are listening right now and may not be rotor- rot- Rotarians considering becoming a Rotarian and they're going, well, this is this is kind of cool to see that there is truly this massive amount of leadership mm-hmm. that is in place for Rotary and that when you have these leadership roles, you're not just thrown to the wolves. No, there's the a leadership ladder training. Call. I mean, Rotary is good at leadership training, I would say. Well, and it's interesting, too. Yeah. Like you look at Rotary from outside. If you don't know the workings, you see. A new president every year, a new leadership every year. How can that even be sustainable? Yeah. I mean, we've we've even talked about some of the challenges with with uh, the leadership rolling over every single year when it comes with like lo- longer term projects or longer like you know like this show. We would love to see this show forever, yeah. and you know as district governors come in, maybe their priorities are different. Yeah. I mean, that's no fault to them. I mean, it doesn't. It, it, they're they're yeah, things they, are their things. And they want to leave a legacy. Yeah, yep. right. <clears throat> leave and, a mark. But it, but the challenge of that rollover, but there is actually 
a system in place where there's a lot more consistency than we think. And can be some continuity. Yeah, I mean, that's even something I've learned that, you know, as we've been on this show. Well, even if you're district governor, it's a team sport. I mean, when you think <laughs> about all the different committees, you think about the other leadership people coming behind you, it's definitely a team sport, like in a Rotary Club. Mm-hmm. Oh, we're not, we're not going to rename Rotary to Leif? No. No, no, no. <laughs> not yet. Not yet? <laughs> All right. Maybe, maybe. Couple more, couple more maybe, rungs up. Maybe my, uh, my slogan that year as district governor will be safe with Leif. <laughs> Fair enough. I so, get it. So, <laughs> Leif, I, I'm curious. We've talked about a lot of your successes, and I think what we can do is kind of do this, like, the proverbial sandwich, right? We'll talk with about some of your successes, but I want to hear about your challenges, and then we can... And then we can wrap that sandwich up with some fun <laughs> other successes hungry. that you've had. What are some challenges that you have faced um, being in Rotary, your involvement that you're seeing as you're moving up that proverbial ladder? Yeah, I, I think maybe the, the most challenging thing in my Rotary time or Rotary career was starting a new club as a charter president because it's kind of like starting mm-hmm. from zero and – um, just getting the word out and then, you know, with new leadership in a Rotary Club, kind of helping them learn how to be leaders and be on a board and do all those things. So it was a lot of work. And sometimes I'm like, oh, my gosh, this is this is a lot. And sometimes we stubbed our toes, but we had, you know, a great two-year kickoff as the, the charter for our club. So maybe that was the most challenging part of my Rotary okay. time. but. Um, but I'm really excited about where we are. I mean, we have, like I said, 41 new members now, or members now. So, How long did it take to launch a club from we want to do this to the first meeting? Uh, well, so Tom Gum, Jody Kern, Joe Swalve, and I had lunch together, and we talked about it. And Tom kind of presented the idea. And then, then there was a lot of lead-up uh, details and a lot of things we had to get in place. And then we had a kickoff event at the the Hilton Hotel in Bloomington on August 24th. That was when we started, just after the road year had started. And then, you know, it's getting the word out. And, and, and my partner, who is in the Minnesota Pride Rotary Club, he did a lot of work on the social media. And also he built a huge um, email list so we could blast out information about our club and get our, our, our stuff out there. So um, it was a lot of details. It was a lot of work. Yeah. But, but, um, you got some mm. people to help you. Yeah. Well, well, I always kind of break it out like starting a club with Tom or without Tom. Like <laughs> it's like, it's yeah. like, yeah. He was our, like a our shot club of adrenaline. Ad- <laughs> he was our club I said advisor. to myself, like, yeah. Yeah. of course he, of course Tom Gubb was involved in that. <laughs> yeah. I so just, he was, he, what, what was his role? He was our club advisor. So, you know, getting started, he he came for our kickoff event, um, and he and Catherine both have been to our club to visit. And past district governor Lloyd had came a couple times to our club, mm-hmm. so they showed a lot of interest in our mm-hmm. new club. And, uh, and they help you with the, I don't know, paperwork's the right or the yeah, yeah kind of the charter. the charter details and all that. Yeah, yep, they did. Because mm-hmm. I always you always hear whether it's projects or I've heard this. You want to you want to do something? We can do it. As in yeah. Rotary, you want to start a unique club, you can do it. But, <laughs> you know, I, I'm like, wow, that, that sounds that like a lot. Just a ton. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Rotary International and the Rotary District, I mean, they're all talking about these cause-based clubs, the mm-hmm. need for us to have new clubs, create new clubs. That's how we're going to get new members. I mean, it's always mm-hmm. about getting new members, but also retaining members. Yep. And then how do you build a new club to get people who maybe are brand new to Rotary so these cause-based clubs like the Minnesota Pride Rotary Club is a great example of that, along with the mm-hmm. Minnesota Veterans Club and other clubs as well. Yeah. Yeah. Do you feel – so this is an interesting question. So the success – say so yourself. Yeah. No, this is <laughs> yeah, an interesting question. Hold on. Wait, wait. No, because like it's interesting. Your, thing, your club like, was able to capitalize on what we could say is a weakness of Rotary, and that's yeah. being perceived as inclusive. Yeah. And so why don't you provide some some guidance for clubs today? Well, first of all, success, right? Like we'll, we'll take them. Yeah, for <laughs> That's sure. great. Thanks yeah. so much. Yeah. Thanks for building our club. <clears throat> and like what type of advice can we give to clubs that you've heard from your membership and from the people that 
have joined your club as far as like not feeling part of something else or the first time, first time. Yeah. Because I, every club has got to be doing this yeah. exercise of like, how do we, yeah, I think for what really worked well for our club, I think is it was a little more non-traditional. It wasn't breakfast or lunch, but rather in the evenings, number one, number two, we only meet twice a month. So it's not every week. So it doesn't feel mm. maybe as much okay. of a commitment. Um, and I think our club is more huggy and kind of welcoming. And as charter president, I always tried to meet as many of the people who came as guests, make them feel welcome. Mm -hmm. Um, And um, yeah, we, we did things a little differently. We did the toast to rotary. Um, One thing, you know, a lot of clubs do is the pledge of allegiance, but we stopped doing that because there were some people who just didn't really feel comfortable about that. So we kind of changed the way we do things a little bit and, some people will understand that. Some people won't like that. But you know, we had to kind of pivot yeah. a little bit along the way to make everybody feel welcome. And I don't know. I just I think people just really feel like it's a family or yeah. a chosen family is I think what we say in our club or a chosen family. <laughs> nice. That's what we say too. <laughs> well, but I mean because people don't really feel um, welcome in some clubs. And oh, yeah. uh, maybe a funny story. I went to a, a Rotary Club, a big Rotary Club in our district along with Joe, and we made the announcement that we were starting chartering this new Minnesota Pride Rotary Club. And one of their members after the meeting kind of pulled us inside and said, said, hey, you know, thanks for telling us about our club, but, you know, why don't you just all join local Rotary Clubs? Why do you need your own special clubs? Couldn't you just tell us about your lifestyle and join a, join a local club? And I'm like, mm, no. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. I mean – yeah, it makes a lot of sense. I, well, especially with you know even being a younger member, there's a very big perception out there of what Rotary mm-hmm. is, yeah, and who and, the members are. Yeah, yeah, and some of it there's some accuracy to, it, but yeah. a lot of it is you know we, we have a lot of youngers, younger members, we have diverse. You know, it's, yeah. it's not what I thought when I joined. You know, I had the same misconception that it was old white men in a room and that you know that type of thing, and mm-hmm. it's much different than I had. So absolutely you should have a, a unique club that fits yeah. and, and connects with people on a different – I think that's the future yep. of the and of Rotary. Personally. Another thing that's really great about our club is that we have some younger members. Our youngest member is like 23. Wow. Now, nice. I, okay. I do have to put a footnote in that her dad is a, a past club president, so she's kind of grown <laughs> up with Rotary. But, I mean, yeah. she fits Still. into the LGBTQ community and she really feels like this is my place. I feel comfortable. I feel – this is my chosen family. I feel welcome, and she loves our club. Well, yeah. one thing that I'll I'll take away from that too is, you know, one of my favorite things about Rotary is diffusion, right? Like you've kind of got these core principles of Rotary International, and then they diffuse and diffuse, mm-hmm. diffuse, diffuse, all the way down to the club level, and to see a club say, you know, this works for us, this doesn't work for us, this, and then collective buy-in around that. Because let's be honest, who cares if any other club? That's that's why they're that's why your members are part of that club. Yeah. I mean, we've got disagreements with the noon club. You know <laughs> they what I do mean? A little right. different noon. You know, it's a, it's just versus different breakfast. Yeah, right? it's a little different. And, yeah. and yeah. you go as long as there's collective buy-in and everybody is still going four way test yep. service above self mm-hmm. onward. Mm-hmm. Onward good and for the community. good for yeah, the community because yeah. we're we're losing well, got the structure there, right? It's the it's the borders and boundaries that kind of keep us moving ahead, and that's yeah. the four way test. Yeah, well, well I and, think I think the one thing with change is we tend to throw the baby out with the bathwater, and it's like, come on, yeah. I mean, whatever we we forget about the end game and that's serving our communities serving our people creating fellowship creating family i loved yeah. hearing you yeah. say creating that it felt like a family yeah. chosen, family. chosen family chosen family and yeah. that's what service organizations like rotary and others are all about so i mean a good check for all of us is are we serving our community are are we actually going back to our core principles or is this something that's just uncomfortable for me or has been historically uncomfortable for this club? I mean, these are really great questions for every club to be asking themselves as we're moving forward. And as we're dealing with this conundrum of membership, because it's difficult, like getting new members and keeping keeping. members. Those are the two big problems 
all over the world for Rotary. It's a big thing. Mm -hmm. um, one thing I would say, though, as a business owner guy, um, oh, by the way, all this stuff is great, but there is also a chance for some business. And sure. I've been in the Egan Rotary yeah. Club, and I don't, like, pass out my business cards oh. at the meetings by any way, any chance. But, you know, you get to have lunch with these people every mm -hmm. week. You do service projects. You do the fundraiser. And then, oh, by the way, they'll come to you and say, oh, well, Leif, I, I, I changed my job, and I need help with a 401k rollover. Or another one will say, I need Medicare insurance. Mm -hmm. And and they happen to do business with me. And, mm -hmm. and so they're – there's a business component. We're not out there marketing or pushing nope. for a business, but right. you work together. You become um, friends. You have lunch yep. or breakfast together. No like and trust. Project. Yeah, you do service projects together. So that's another thing that, you know, people who aren't in Rotary yet, you know, it, that's part of the, the thing too. I've always, I've always thought that we've needed to add the no like and trust and buy-in. I've always thought buy-in is the, the key component that – and that's what – Rotary really fosters, in, in my opinion, in my experience, is you really have to buy in. Otherwise, it doesn't serve you because it just doesn't. Yeah. It doesn't serve you, it, and you aren't able to serve your community the way that you want to. Right. Um, and you just have to understand. I mean, and this kind of goes back to why Rotary plays so well internationally is there is a collective buy-in, and we all speak a very similar language. Right. And – that that's so powerful. It's yeah. so powerful, and that's why we can get things done. I gotta ask you. We breezed over it. You're on the foundation committee. Mm -hmm. Can you tell us more about the foundation? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, you know, because it's something at least at our club yeah. we talk about. But it's yeah, I think they've addressed that it needs to be talked about and understood a little bit yeah. more. Yeah. Um, well, the district so I, the district has its own foundation, and it's really important for. Um, clubs that don't have their own club foundation, like the Minnesota Pride Rotary Club doesn't have its own foundation. So sure. we do an annual drag queen brunch fundraiser, get corporate sponsorships and make money. But um, if someone's going to give us a corporate sponsorship, since we don't have a foundation, then we use the District 5950 foundation and they kind of help us through that. So there's a foundation through the district to help clubs without their own district. Yeah. Um, and so we've talked about, you know, how that works and how we can fine-tune some things and make it easier for clubs. And so, Will you create your own foundation with that's it? That's our goal. You, yeah, yeah that's can, our goal. But um, it's, it's, it's more work and time and money to create yep. a foundation. <laughs> then you have to have your own hmm. kind of set of foundation officers. So, yep. I mean, there, there's a lot to it. Um, yep. it. It's a great goal, but there's a lot to it. Are you losing anything in terms on the club level? Just utilizing the district's foundation? Is um, there, is maybe there a little control or flexibility. Okay. You have to kind of fill out a form and you know send it in to get the money. Sure. Versus if it's mm. just your own foundation, you just go to the, the foundation chair and bring out the foundation checkbook and write a check and yeah. bada bing. So just a little bit so more logistics. Lo logistics, okay. time, a little okay. flexibility, a little control. But, when yeah. is the Drag Brunch, brunch fundraiser? Yeah. Uh, well, this is going to be our third annual Drag Queen Brunch fundraiser. I like to say it's not your annual spaghetti dinner fundraiser. <laughs> uh, it's coming up on April 20th in Minneapolis at the the theater. The theater. It's South Minneapolis. I want to say Grinnell, but it's not Grinnell. Granada? Granada. Thank you. Granada Theater. Uptown. Yeah, yeah Uptown. Yeah, Uptown uh, on like April 21st. I think that's a Sunday morning. Kind we'll of confirm thing. it. We'll put it on the show page. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, it is yeah. a Sunday because my birthday is the 20th and that's a Saturday. All right. Well, then for year. sure it's Sunday the 21st, third annual. Bring your friends and it'll 420, be huh? <laughs> <laughs> we'll, have to, we'll have to mention that as we get closer, though. Um, I'll make a note to, yeah. to promote it on air. Yeah. And we had a lot of uh, Rotarians there last year, and I think they all, all had a lot of fun. And some people hadn't been to a, a drag queen brunch show before. They're like, wait, how does this work? And, oh, and it's that Rotary. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Even the district governor showed up. Lloyd. Well, Lloyd. Lloyd. <laughs> yeah, Lloyd, was, Lloyd there? was there. Yeah. <laughs> Lloyd was there. Wow. Yeah. Good job, Lloyd. Yeah. Ju Julie, you got some shoes to fill. <laughs> now we'll have to get on her calendar. Yeah. Maybe she can run around with a boa on or something. <laughs> Work the crowd. No, yeah. I love it. Well, you know, we're getting towards the end here. Anything, any parting thoughts or things you would want to leave with the listeners or, um, you know? Uh, the biggest thing I want to say is let's make sure Rotary isn't the best kept secret. 
Right. I've yeah. said that before over my years as being a Rotarian. I feel like Rotary is the best kept secret. And I'm just astounded when I go somewhere and I say, oh, yeah, I'm in Rotary. And someone says, Rotary? What's Rotary? I'm like, you don't know what Rotary is? So we need to get the word out. We need to tell our friends, our colleagues, our workers, our uncles, our you know, nieces yeah. what Rotary is and get the word out there. Because yeah. when you have to explain what Rotary is or they've never heard of it before, and it's not a phone. It's not a Rotary yep. phone. Um, yeah. I'm going to start going – Rotary. <laughs> rotary. Yes. Well, I you know, when, you know, when we have Sharon as a Rotary, Rotary, when we have Sharon as a district governor, it's going to be brilliant yeah. and smashing and really extraordinary. She was wonderful at I the district she conference. Yeah. She's a she delight. Is, yeah. Because she's in, uh, is she a marketing? Um, she's, she's also a financial advisor. Or she's yeah. an advisor. Okay. Yeah, yeah. But it just, uh, her personality is just fantastic. <laughs> yes. She's. Well, I'd like to say she has an unfair advantage. She has a British accent. <laughs> that is an unfair advantage. I'll yeah. give it to you yeah. for sure. Well, Leif, we want to. We just want to thank you for taking yeah. time. Thanks for coming to on. Come yeah, in the thanks. studio and hang out with these lovely gentlemen. And <laughs> it's it's been an honor getting to know you a little bit better yeah. and all that you've done to serve yeah, the yeah. serve Rotary. So. Thank you very much, and thank you to our listeners. Oh, one I'm last Kelly thing, Kirk. Kelly. Kelly, one last thing. Oh, and when does sure. when does our Minnesota yeah. Pride Rotary Club meet? It's when every other the second Wednesday. and fourth Wednesdays. Yes, yeah, second fourth five, Wednesday at where five thirty Wiseacre. Uh, Wiseacre oh. Wise Eatery, round like the corner. Acre. Yeah, Wiseacre Eatery, round the corner from the Russian Art Museum. Yep, yep. <laughs> be there <laughs> or be you. square. We will be sure to add that into the show notes as well. Yep, I'll make sure to include that. Thank yeah. you. Cool. Thanks. Yeah. All right, Kelly, Thank take you. us out of here. Thank you, Leif. Thank you to our listeners. I'm Kelly Kirk. I'm Joe Kirk. And I'm Chad Larson. We'll be back. Is it the truth? Is it fair to all concern? Will it build good? Will it better friendships? Will it be beneficial to all concerned? When we pay it forward, it will be returned. Join Rotary to serve your community and the world with honesty, fairness, and goodwill. Our four-way test guides our actions every day. Is it the truth? Is it fair to all concerned? Will it build goodwill and better friendships? Will it be beneficial to all concerned? These values underpin our commitment to making a positive impact on the world. Learn more about your local Rotary Club and stop searching and start serving. And the song you're hearing right now was performed by the Rotary Club of Saskatoon, Natuna in Canada. When we pay it forward, it will be returned. Rotary is a place for all community-minded people who want to serve their areas with the support of an international organization. Join Rotary to find service. Join Rotary to find inclusion. Join Rotary to find leadership. Join Rotary to find fun. Join Rotary to find friendship. Join Rotary to find a better version of the world. Find a Rotary Club near you at rotary.org and click on Club Finder. There is a club out there for everyone. Find your fit with Rotary. Rotary.org. Show off your Rotary Club spirit with Russell Hampton Company. They're the world's largest provider of licensed Rotary items. They make everything like hats, jackets, shirts, banners, and more. Russell Hampton Company is a fourth-generation family-owned and operated business founded in 1920 by a member of the first-ever Rotary Club in Chicago, Club Number 1. When you call Russell Hampton Company, you get more than just a company. You get a fellow Rotarian-owned business who's there to help. No matter if you're ordering for your entire club or just yourself, no order is too big or too small. Not sure what your club needs? Their team members can help and customize just about anything. They live by the Rotary 4-Way Test. They also give 10% of all purchases back to Rotary to support Rotary's global work. So remember, Russell Hampton Company is your one-stop shop for all things Rotary. Learn more at bestclubsupplies.com. That's bestclubsupplies.com. Russell Hampton Company, Rotarians serving Rotarians. Hello, and welcome back to Searching for Service, brought to you by Rotary District 5950 and... The Russell Hampton Company, the number one printer for Rotary in the country. 
You can check out if you're watching online some of the some of the things they printed and sent us. We got a cool tumbler, a cool uh, cutting board underneath cutting board. that you can't quite see, and mugs. But they they can print anything. They can help you with yeah. uh, your rotary or your business needs. Yeah, they do a really great job. And thank you for sponsoring the show. If you are looking at sponsorship opportunities, you can contact us by emailing us at searchingforserviceshow at gmail.com. Awesome. Nice little plug. Yeah. Well, on our um, episode, our just most recent episode, we had Leif Hagen on, who has been selected as the district governor nominee designee for 5950. And with, it was a good one. With some other titles, one. too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, we, we got to get into everything and... I, I really I don't know about you guys. I really enjoyed this interview in the sense mm-hmm. that we did talk about a huge amount of things. Yeah, that was <laughs> we covered a lot of bases. It was yes. really cool to learn, you know, more about the Pride Club. Yep. But then, uh, you know, kind of understanding his process, and it kind of made me understand the process of, you know, how our district governors start and then get to be in the final and makes a little more sense for the continuity that um, mm-hmm. that is needed. Yeah, I mean, if you've been following along in sequential order of our show, <laughs> yeah. there's been a little okay. bit of confusion <laughs> around how that works. And so it's, yeah. it's, it's always nice when we learn just as it's much probably as... probably the most clear I've got on how the, <laughs> yeah. you know, the process, at least, you know yeah. what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. What was cool is to, like, for me personally, I just didn't realize that there was such a long runway to get to that district governor position. Yeah. So that was, it was nice to hear that rundown of, okay, well, for him to be the district governor nominee designee, that means that he's, he's a couple years out still. So it gives you a lot of context too, of how much you need to know to do that role. Yeah. Yeah. And you get yeah. to at least observe it for three years, and then you're set up for success to at least have some more confidence. And you know nobody's reinventing mm-hmm. the wheel; it's just you're you're taking the process and you're just moving on with it. But yeah. Kelly, are you going to go check out the uh, the Pride Club? Not too far from you. Yeah, every oh, second and third second Wednesday and fourth Wednesday of the fourth month. Fourth Wednesday. Yeah. If you've never had their bacon at Wiseacre, oh, it's so good. <laughs> Um, and you can have a cocktail. <laughs> and a cocktail, apparently. I don't remember there being cocktails when I was there last time. But <laughs> Maybe it's beer and wine. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. I also well, Ted, to answer your question, yeah, I, I will try my best to get there. It can be a little bit challenging. Though, yeah, I know. Schedule at home. I, I also appreciated about this interview that, you know, we weren't afraid of talking about some uncomfortable issues and things like, mm-hmm. hey, Here's the the legacy component of of Rotary and how it's been perceived. And, you know, one of the benefits of it was we were able to actually recruit against that. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, and go, well, if you feel like the clubs aren't necessarily as welcoming as they should be, our club is like this. And, and, you know, Mm -hmm. if we want to look at ourselves as Rotarians and say, you know, the LG or the the Pride Club, and and if you have any kind of problem with it, you go, that's a reflection of us. Yeah. That's that. I mean, yeah. that's what it is. It's it's. So if we want to make it better, then let's look inside and change ourselves to change yeah. Rotary. And I look forward to having more guests, uh, you know, from that club because I think it's something yeah. we can yeah. learn. Me too. That would be great. All right, take us well, out we of here, wanna, Kelly. We want to thank our listeners for tuning in and listening a little bit more about who late Leif Hagen is. I'm Kelly Kirk. I'm Joe Kirk. And I'm Jad Larson. It's time to stop searching. Start serving. See you next week. 